What's up guys? I'm Andrea and welcome to the decompression chamber. This week I am joined by my shipmate Tommy and although we are separated by about 20 years uh, during our times of service, we use a lot of the same terminology. So if you're listening to the audio only version of this podcast, you may want to check out uh, my YouTube channel. I provide definitions of some of the terms that we talk about so you can play along if you're a bit uninitiated. Otherwise, enjoy this week's podcast. All right. Uh, well, welcome to the decompression chamber. I'm your host, Andrea, and joining me this week is my shipmate, Tommy, and uh, I'll let Tommy introduce himself. How you doing, Hello, Tommy? My... Hi, I'm doing good. My name is, uh, obviously, it's Tommy, and um I was in the U.S. Navy from 1991 to 1993. I was a boiler technician, third class. All right, great. So, uh, is that now? There, with a lot of job fields in the Navy, they come into existence, they go out of existence. Is there yours? is no more. There is no more boiler technicians in the Navy. I wow. think they all switched to uh, gas turbines. Yeah, yeah. Operators yeah. or gas turbine technicians. I'm not sure what the the title is but yeah that's that's a dead uh what do you call it um that's a dead rate yeah yeah um yeah there's yeah. A, a lot of weird weird things like that i'm sure there was like you know uh at some point like a a sales seamstress mate or something yeah, you know yeah, <laughs> somebody yeah. stitched they, up sales and they you go know. by the wayside so yeah that's a dead rate um probably right after i got out it probably I would probably guess in the late nineties, it probably just disappeared. Yeah. 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 So uh, at that time, I was that a rating that you found on all types of ships or just destroyers or what kind of ship were you? That on? was on all ships. So that basically was an engineering rating. So that was guys that worked in the fire room or boiler room yeah. and operated the boilers. So that was, uh, that was on every ship. Okay. And but now uh, a lot, I'm sorry. Oh no! Go, go ahead. Now, a lot, of, a lot of ships now are gas turbines. You know, they're modernized, so or nuclear ships. So right. that's that's the rates now. Okay, that's a dead rate. Okay, and and you said it was a, an engineering rate, so you know, uh, you were a snipe. A like, snipe. Yeah. A snipe. A machinist mate. A boiler technician. Engine man. Mm -hmm. um, hull technician. Oh yeah. DC repairman. Um, electrician's mate. Those are all uh, snipe rates. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, um, at that time, well, where where did you go to boot camp? Because there, you probably had a couple of options in. Okay, in so 90s, I went to right? boot, my boot camp. Yes, we had Orlando. Was I went to Great Lakes? Okay, same here. So at the, <laughs> okay, at the time it was Orlando, um, which was male and female. I think Orlando was the only female. And San Diego and Great Mis Great Lakes are great mistakes. Of course. <laughs> so of course. Um, that's where I went to boot camp. I didn't go to A school. Oh, interesting. I went from no, I went to boot camp, and from boot camp, I went straight to um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a crash course snipe school where it's three weeks long, right after a uh, boot camp, and that was in Great Lakes, and you they teach you a little uh... bit of every rate in engineering. So when I got to the ship. I didn't have a rate. I was I was striking for BT. Okay. So when I got to the ship, I was just a fireman's apprentice. Okay. Interesting. And then I had and I had a strike for uh, BT three. Okay. Now, yeah, if you're doing any kind of schooling uh, post boot camp, was it? It's probably like basic engineering, Common Core, or whatever. Well, they have they had the A school. They did have at the time. They had a BTA school. Okay. Which was all, which was also which was in Great Lakes. Okay. On the other side of the, on the other side of the street, you know, on one side, they had, I don't know if you know, they had yeah. that tunnel that you walk under. Yes. Yes. So on the other side of the tunnel, that's where all the A schools were and and everything, and then our side was that's where the boot camp was. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. All right. So all right, they give you just a couple of weeks of schooling. They they send you out straight, to, to strike. Yeah, they give you. Um, Oof. So yeah, you go to boot camp, you go to the schooling, you go home for two weeks, and then they send you straight to the ship. All right, where where was your first ship? My first ship was I was on one ship, uh, the USS Bowen, B O W E N, fast frigate ten seventy nine. 
which was stationed at the time it was uh, Homeport was Norfolk, Virginia. Okay. Oh man. They, they're like, all right, you're going to be a striker in Norfolk. Uh, they do anything else to make your life miserable for your first year in the Navy? Well, service week, you have to do service week. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's hell. Yeah, they uh, they deep six that by the time I, I went to boot camp. Like, it was still in our little, like, pre-boot camp manual that we were going to do okay, service well, week, and then they got rid of it. Well, when I was there, you do service week in boot camp, and you also do service, it's probably service three weeks when you get to the ship. So you're working uh, in the mess hall yeah. for, like, the first three weeks that you're on board the ship. Oh boy! I'm, so you're doing mid rats, you're doing everything, you know. I'm sure the CSs love that <laughs> training, <laughs> training shit bags every three weeks. And don't yeah. want to be there and exactly. think they're going to be in Top Gun or something. But, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you learn you learn right away. You're not going to be in Top Gun. You're not going to be a Navy SEAL. <laughs> oh boy! No, no, no! Yeah, it's yes. that's that's what's so funny about Hollywood is they take like the point one percent of some organization and make an entire movie about them and it's like I, there was everybody else there was us you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like, do you think that do you think that like people actually believe that you think that gets like these hollywood movies get people convinced to join the military or oh yeah do you oh, really yeah. yeah i i really Just think people... so because even if it's not like conscious like i i saw top gun when i was a little kid like that was my brother's yeah. favorite movie because my brother might be gay. I don't know. Okay. But, uh... <laughs> I love that movie too. So, <laughs> but I might um... be bi. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you know we're we're both in the navy. It's possible. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, subconsciously, I was just like, oh yeah, the good guys, and like he's so skilled, and he works so hard, and you know, it's like kind of like seeps into your brain. So you're like, okay, well, I'm not gonna be a pilot because I'm colorblind Blind and can't see. Bad, and... Yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm gonna go, you know, serve my country and go support you know the mavericks of the world or whatever and mm -hmm. yeah so now your father was in the army yes was your father in the, your father was in the army so pretty much i think that's a good thing when you join even though you were the navy and he was in the army yeah it's a good thing i think you have someone to you had someone in your family to really tell you how it the reality of it you know sure Sure. So um, I think that's good. I, I know you were probably a little bit. I would, when I was in got to boot camp, I was just I was still eighteen years old. So yeah, I yeah. was totally wet behind the ears and very moldable. Yeah. Well, that's the way to do it, you know. Yeah. I was a few years older when I went, but yeah, you were you were nice and malleable yet when you yeah, <laughs> when you got there. Definitely. definitely. So were you in uh, Norfolk your whole time, or they send you back I, to school? Okay, our ship was homeported in Norfolk, mm -hmm. and uh, basically our ship was um, it got converted into a USNR ship. Oh, interesting. Which was okay. So we got converted to uh, we took on reservists on weekends, weekend warriors. Sure. And we went out and did drills. So they they sent us to a they opened a home port in Staten Island, New York. Oh, convenient. at the time, which is which is gone now. Oh, okay. And that was only open for maybe three years. Okay. And, uh, it got shut down. But that's where we eventually wound up was in uh, Staten Island. Wow. Okay. So I was close to home. Very nice. You know? So it was, you know, it's yeah. like a little bit, a two-year vacation, basically. <laughs> you know, I only, yeah. you know, I, my duty days, on your duty days, you have to stay on the ship. But, you know, sure. on sure. weekends and stuff, I was able to get home. Oh, I had great. my car, so it wasn't that bad. It was about an hour from my house. Okay, oh, so it wasn't that bad. That's super cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. Go, go figure. So, um, did you deploy anywhere, or what? What were you, what we were you did? Um, okay, so like I can tell you everything. We actually, the I've been to Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. We would deploy to right. um, Bahamas. It was a Caribbean. It was, it was pretty good, actually. Okay. We did Bahamas. We did St. Thomas. We did Jacksonville, Florida. We did um, Newport, Rhode Island. Okay. So just uh, e just East Coast. I didn't do any med cruises or anything like that. No, I, but that's that's really really cool too. And you know, and we uh, Florida, um, we did we did two training we did two training sessions in uh, Guantanamo Bay. Oh, that was okay. pretty. That was really cool. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, because you got to figure it's not like, uh, you know, your average American citizen is going to be going there on vacation. No, you know, yeah. really any part of Cuba. So it's it is a place that you don't often get to see. You know, unless yeah, you're in exactly. The military. And even, yeah, and even though you're you're even though you're still on the military base, it's just it's it's just really cool to say you've been to like now it's so well known Guantanamo Bay because that's where all the um, Camp X Ray is. Yeah. So now it's so well known. It's like yeah, I, you know, I was at Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Well, and it's funny that you mentioned it because I'm wearing uh, a very uh, appropriate shirt for for that uh, Governor's Tecmo. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I love that shirt. Yeah. That's it's awesome. Great, great shirt. Um, awesome. So um, what's, uh, you know, in port or, you know, did you work, was it kind of somewhat of like a Monday through Friday schedule? Was it 3223? What were your watches like? Under when we were underway, we were usually um, eight and eight. Okay. We had enough. We had enough um, manpower. We'd be sometimes we'd be twenty four and twenty four on, twenty four off, eight and eight, sixteen and sixteen. It was. It could be different any time underway. Sure. And then in in port, which we were uh, cold iron, so we didn't have the boilers. They weren't operating. We were getting our steam and electricity from the from the yeah you know from the base. Mm-hmm. We'd be on, um, you know, three, three, uh, seven p.m. to three p.m., and then unless unless you had a duty day, then you'd have to stay and do a cold iron watch. Okay. Which you make rounds and stuff like that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, because you were home port either in Virginia or as a USNR ship in in Staten Island. I mean, what was your uh, off ship time like you get it uh into any trouble any crazy stories of oh. shipmates <laughs> you know virginia was weird virginia is um i don't have you been were you ever in norfolk i was there for about two weeks when i was out processing for from okay. active duty a few years ago yeah okay so it's it's a big it's a big it's a big base oh yeah and it's really if you don't have a car it's hard to get around definitely it's, once you and once you leave you know that's um, I can't remember the, name, remember the name of the street. That once you get out, but it's really nothing there. Yeah, it's you um, know, it's you it's definitely just car dealerships. Yeah, of course, and, that's and hotels. It's you know? Like they put the most predatory things right off base yeah. because they know, like fresh out of high school, you know, e nothing. Like you don't have a car, you're not getting anywhere else, so they have to put all the all the trappings right there off base for you. What is that thing when you get when the people get the car and they put it on they get the allot is it the allotment when you get it on allotment and they put it on and they just keep on taking it out of your check out of your check oh and, yeah yeah so and the some car sort breaks of auto down pay. You, yeah. yeah you don't even have the car anymore but this you can never get that off and yeah they keep on yeah. taking it and take it yeah uh, it's Norfolk's not really um, even though it's a military town they're not very friendly to um, the no. locals aren't very friendly to military. No, no, it certainly didn't seem that way. And in the two weeks that I was there, I realized pretty quickly, I better have a car. Uh, So I I went and rented a car back when, you know, mere mortals like me could still afford one. Um, But uh, I, yeah, even like the surrounding areas weren't very nice. I wanted to go to the zoo and I got lost on the way there and wound up in the shittiest part of town. So I was like, I need to get out of here. So I, I, in my GPS, I put in Barnes and Noble. I'm like, that is okay. <laughs> definitely going to take me to a nice part of town. I can nice kind of regroup. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> I hated I that. Mean, I couldn't wait to get out. And I was only there for two weeks. But how, how long were you there? I was probably to... there almost a year. I'd say nine months. Okay. Okay. And uh, really, I think I did a few trips to, um, what's that, Virginia Beach. Nice. Virginia you know, Beach is not, fun. Virginia Beach is about a half hour from there. Oh, that's not bad at all. I so it's you I know, know I thought it was further. No, no it's, it's not that far from there, but it's just really it was not really nothing to do there. I just really, I guess I was it was pretty boring. You know, bowling. <laughs> you know, movie theater. There's a movie theater. There's bowling. There. It's not really too much to do. Right. Right. Yeah. It's kind of. I I can see it definitely get kind of boring, but. Um, now they they always say like the trope is join the navy see the world but then you know a year into your service you go back up to Staten Island you're close to home did that kind of rain on your parade or were you happy no, about I it No I think 
no, I was happy with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, the reason, you know, I knew I was only going to do the two years active duty. Okay. So I just wanted, you know, I just, if I liked it, if I had a great time, maybe if I did see the world, maybe I would have reenlisted, but yeah, you know, I think the two years active duty was enough for me and I was able to get, get out of it what I needed to get out and, you know, get a job that what I do now. And, um, yeah, no, I wouldn't trade that. I wouldn't trade any of that. I just think, like you said, maybe I didn't have, I didn't have the mindset where I was going to go out and see the world and do West Pats and do med cruises. You know, sure. I was, I was more than happy with doing what I had to do and get now and keep, you know, keeping being clean, you know, keeping, uh, not getting in trouble, mm-hmm. getting my honorable discharge and getting out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. I I think a lot of people would have their hands full with just getting an honorable discharge. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, now it's always always the question. A lot of times people say, "Well, you know, the military gave me some discipline or life experience, or you know, just kind of more of a perspective type thing." But did your time as a boiler technician get you any experience for the job that you have now? Like anything technical? Okay, so this is where this is what my what my father did at the time when growing up is what I did in the Navy. Oh. So that's the main reason this I'll start from, I'll just sure, quick story yeah. say I got into a, an argument with my father mm-hmm. when I was in, a senior in high school. And I said, I'll show you, I'm going to join the military. Yeah. And, you know, figuring he said, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And he said, go right ahead. Yeah. So, um, you know, you go down to the, um, the recruiter and they, they tell you, you know, they get your hopes up and they want you to sign up for six years and they're going to send you to nuke school and this, that, and the other thing. Of course. And I go home and my father said, well, if this is something you want to do, let's go, I'll go back with you and we'll talk to the recruiter, which was probably the best thing that ever happened to me was having him. My father was also in the Navy. Mm-hmm. So I had that you know, somebody with, with some type of a uh, Navy experience and can cut, you know, recognize bullshit when they see it, when they hear it from right. the recruiter. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, he talked about, there was a two year program. It was a two years active. And then it was, um, inactive reserves after that six years inactive reserves. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, my father talked me into doing just do the two years. And if you like it, you know, you can reenlist and they might even give you a, a, a bonus if you reenlist. Yeah. So, you know, he said, just do that. So when I was able to do that for the two years and I got out, um, he got me into his union apprentice program. Oh, nice. So I had the experience from the Navy, which gave me great, you know, great experience. What I do now is was exactly what I did when I was in the Navy. Oh, fantastic. So I, you know, you go into the apprentice program with some type of, uh, you know, um, hands-on experience oh yeah so that i wouldn't yeah that that i wouldn't change you know there's some guys that join the military and they just you know they really i think the navy's prop navy and the air force are probably the one the two um the two ones where you could probably get something where you can use outside of uh in civilian life yeah yeah i that would definitely be my perception as well because it's, yeah. you know, a little bit further removed from the actual, you know, shooting and, and whatever yes, else. exactly. And a little more technical. Um, but even even then, in my experience, a lot of stuff where, you know, say someone was, you know, a hull technician in the Navy, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be a plumber. What do I yeah. do now? Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's... Well, a hull, te- a hull technician was, they were welders. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think a lot of those guys that were like, well, whole technicians, those were guys that wanted to be welders. Yeah. Yeah. You know, out so when they get out. So, I think, like we were just saying, I think the Navy is, if you really wanted something to learn a type of trade, skill trade, that's probably the way to go. Right. And any, any, probably any snipe field, any of those snipe ratings. Sure. You know, you could electricians mate and things, things of that nature. But I wouldn't change it. I enjoyed my time. Um, you know, I was 18 years old, so. Yeah, you got to gotta you know, do you, something you know, to. You don't have a care in the world. Yeah, it, well, you, you have know? to do something to get out of the house, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you Unless know. I going to college, you know, so what are you going to do? Yeah, I, I did a couple semesters of community college, and it was like, I just was not. 
I, I did okay academically, but I was not ready for it. Yeah. And uh, then I ended up moving away from home and doing ski patrol, which was good. That was a that was a great thing to go do. I was I was ready for that. But then, you know, I I was like twenty three by the time I left for boot camp and that was yeah, yeah that's, that's probably a little late at that's that a point. Little bit, yeah. That's a little bit um I think eighteen eighteen, like right out of high school is probably the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I exactly. think twenty three you're probably just starting to be set in your ways and you don't want to be told what to do. Yeah, I I was still definitely trainable, but uh yeah, I, I've certainly noticed a difference in my perspective, you know, having been active duty, I, I think that was the perfect, actually pretty decent time, but I was kind of at the tail end of my willingness to do stuff. Yes. <laughs> Put it that yes. way. So when my time was up, I was ready to get out. But then coming back into the reserves, um, it was a completely different ball game. And then I started thinking like, oh, I enlisted for six years. If I get to, depl- I don't want to deploy. What am I thinking? Yeah. What am I doing? And exactly. it's like, yeah, if I was still 23, I'd be like, yeah, let's deploy. Let's do it. Who cares? Yeah. But now in my 30s, I'm like, uh-uh. No, the older you get, the less you want to be there. No kidding. Yeah. You know, that's why you see guys, you know, there was guys on my ship, you know, at the time I'm 18. So these guys are in their mid 40s, you know, which lifers. is like ancient to you. You're like, why are they not yeah, in wheelchairs? Which is, <laughs> yeah, which is ancient. And you're like, man, these guys have got like 20 years. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But for some people, it's a life. You know, there was guys that were married. They had off, you know, uh, on base housing and stuff. It's that's their career. Yeah. You know, they retire from that. You know, God bless them. Yeah. Now, it, being on a frigate, uh, did you, when your home, home ported or whatever else, I mean, you lived on the ships, though, right? I lived on the ship, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing that's going on with the George Washington right now, which is a carrier, is I guess like the, the birthing spaces are so abysmal. There's, there's like silica dust everywhere. Like really? they don't even have adequate food on board. Like people oh. are living out of their cars. It's insane. That's totally yeah. Crazy. That's it's sad. It's sad. You oh, know, yeah. it's really sad. Um, I think you know the only way you were able to get Navy housing is if you had to be married. I think and probably had to have children. I'm not sure what the yeah. requirements were but a single 18 year old single guy wasn't going to get navy house and oh absolutely so that, not yeah. your only choice was to live on this ship you yeah. know it wasn't it was you know you save money sure oh yeah you know you eat you you know free you know you get three meals a day you get mid rats if you if you're up that late yeah um you know i could i don't i don't know this thing with the george washington where you're talking about with the george washington but that's that's that makes me sad because, you know, that's the least they can do is make ad- adequate living, uh, you know, further in spaces. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, hopefully we'll we'll cover that in depth with, with someone a little more uh, familiar with it. But yeah, it just knowledgeable. It, yeah. Everything. Everyone that I talk to who's still in the Navy, apparently just everything in the Navy, like housing wise, is just an unmitigated disaster. So like the, the birthing spaces on the George Washington being basically dirty and dangerous not surprising uh lackland air force base i guess is just dilapidated and terrible and you know not even a functioning microwave to be found um keyport so it's southern florida where it's already super expensive uh they just like condemned and closed the barracks to refurnish them and like they've got nowhere to put these sailors and it's like what is going on? <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's it's terrible. You know, it's so bad for the morale. Oh yeah, you just think of, you know the moralities of these sailors, where you know they're not even being um, taken care of by by the navy, or or you want to go up the ladder. Probably, I wouldn't just say by the you know, I would say by yeah. you know, Congress or the Senate, whoever right, whoever lets lets the the spending bills and stuff like that. It's just, it's sad. But know? yeah, but you know, like you were saying, you stayed on the ship and didn't sound like you minded it too much. I mean, young men, that's the great thing about them is they could live in a cardboard box. I mean, they're pretty, yeah. pretty low maintenance, <laughs> I but you, even, you liked it. Yeah. I didn't even think I had sheets. I think I just, <laughs> <laughs> well, why would you have sheets? Then you got to fold the fucking thing. You has got time for that. Yeah, like you said, 18-year-old men, they could, we could sleep anywhere. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, you're basically like salaried homeless people. 
you know? <laughs> just... Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> now, did Absolutely. you get uh, did you get any tattoos, any Navy tattoos while you are in, or that came later? That came later. Yeah. So I didn't get tat When I was in, I had a tattoo before that, but during my Navy, um, during my um, Navy time, I didn't get tattooed, no. Oh, okay. And, you know, there was like on every other corner in Norfolk, there's a tattoo oh, shop. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's where you know, so many enlisted paychecks are going <laughs> week in and week tattoos out. Tattoos and alcohol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, the drinking. I mean, I, I call that the original sea leg simulator. That's the only reason I could find for why everyone in the Navy is such a blackout alcoholic. Oh, it's so it's so crazy because when I, like I said, I was 18. It's hard. In Norfolk, it's really hard to drink. If you're not 21, it's just strict. They were really strict. You had to basically go to somebody's house, you know, somebody well, that yeah. had... Yeah. That had, a, you know, that I had an apartment or something. But, you know, you get to, um, when we were in Canada, it's 18, so you're drinking. You get to uh, sure. the Caribbean, it's 18, you're drinking. That's all it was. That's probably where I started doing my most heavy drinking was, you know, was in the in the Navy. Oh, yeah. I wasn't a, I wasn't a big drinker in high school. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really wasn't. I really didn't enjoy it. But then. You get to peer pressure in the Navy and you're hanging out, you're 18, you're hanging out with guys that are like in the twenties and thirties. You're like, yeah, you know, these guys can party. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who boy. I, well, uh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I, I couldn't even think about, I couldn't even think about staying out all night drinking and going straight to work in the morning. I couldn't even, I couldn't even think about doing that now, you know? I, yeah. Yeah. Forget it. I, I I've last couple couple months there have been a couple things i've done where it's like oh, i'm only gonna be getting like a couple hours of sleep here and yeah i mean i don't drink anymore and it's like i'm just a disaster <laughs> yeah. the next day i'm just useless i'm there Sober. but not mentally yeah. You yeah, know? yeah yeah it's rough it's rough now um that's a good thing with that's why when in the boot camp the service week is that's where they teach you where you know you're getting two hours of sleep that whole week yeah yeah. You know, so that's, you know, they're teaching you that, you know, there's going to be times where you're going to be up for 24 hours. For sure. You know? For sure. Um, now, I don't think it was, maybe it was like a little later, like in 94. Um, but were there women on ships? At, okay, so my ship, yeah, when I got my ship, uh, when it turned into a USNR ship, we mm. allowed women, women okay. into the ship. So we had... um. We had one female, what I, from what I can remember, we had one female officer and we had maybe a handful of enlisted uh, women. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess, uh, you know, it's not, wasn't as big a deal because if you're basically, you know, like a training <laughs> ship in Staten Island, it's not that big a deal. But there I, was, you know, there's rumors and there was uh, things that I, I heard happened, yeah. but I don't have um, any, um, you know, concrete evidence that things happened. Yeah. But there's things that that you hear turn it into a Kodak moment. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, we did have we did have wow. females. Okay. Yeah, I think that was like probably the first. That was like nineteen. That was like ninety two. So that's probably like when that first probably. started happening. You know. Yeah, like, I did because before that, the only time the only female, the only ships that were females were allowed on were um, subtenders and like uh, yeah. you know the tender ships. I don't think they had them on any um, battleships. Right, you know? right. Something that's like really gonna go on deployment and be out to sea for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I think that all that's changed now. I think they're even on aircraft carriers, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They... Yeah. Yeah, women women are everywhere, and uh, it's it's funny. Like I think my time in the Navy has turned me into more of a sexist and a bigot that I could have ever possibly imagined. But uh, yeah. but you hear about you know women getting pregnant underway, and it's like they have to take them off the ship, and then they have to yeah. be replaced by a sailor, another sailor on short notice. And I'm like, sounds like a lot of money and an enormous disruption. A waste. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Not not to say that like a guy can't get hurt or otherwise incapacitate himself and remove himself from the mission, but like well there is kind of that a, built in cheat code it's a it's a different navy oh it definitely is you know yeah it's a woke what do they say it's a woke it's a woke military it it really is 
Um, I, I, in this, you know, I, this particular thing, I have no opinion on one way or the other. It, it doesn't, I don't really care, but it is indicative of just how much the Navy has changed. It's not the same Navy that I joined. <clears throat> so when I first came in, don't ask, don't tell was still on the books. It wasn't repealed till a year or two, uh, after, after I got in and I was looking at the, the plan of the month, month to month, uh, yesterday, my last day of service, and then I'm officially out in at the end of May. Uh, okay. June Congratulations. Is be, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but June is going to be Pride Month. Oh. And it's like, yeah. I I have no problem with gays in the military, no whatever, either, but, but it's but like, wow, what an enormous change. It's just the military, you know, even the boot camp, the one thing I learned at boot camp is there's no, it's not individual. It's not the, you're not an individual. Yes. You're a team. You're yeah. part of a team. Absolutely. You know, and then when they, all this stuff, like as far as these months, certain this guy's month, that guy's month, it's just, you're just getting rid of that whole team concept. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's stuff that, like that you see in corporate America and you know, not, not to work for not corporate it's America not or anything, yeah. but like I would see, but that's kind of the mentality is you have to be so good at self-marketing because that's how you land an interview and a job and everything else and, and promotion. So it's very competitive. So it's a me, 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 me mentality. But, and that's great yeah, for corporate America. And like you say, it's not. Not, not, not in the military. Yeah. It's all about teamwork. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And you have to and look out just, for each other for sure. Yeah. It's sad, I guess. But like you said, I don't, you know, I don't have first-hand experience with it now. So, yeah, you yeah, know, it's... I might be, it might be different. It might be, we might just be talking nonsense that we hear on TV. But <laughs> from what you see and from what you read, it seems it, it, they're really going down a, a whole different path than when I was in. And even yeah. when my father was in, now you're talking when my father was in, he oh, was yeah. in during the, the Vietnam War. Yeah, and you know those guys were boxing each other on the ships. They had oh, yeah. smokers, you know. It was totally. I heard your father talking about stuff too when um, yeah. stuff that he did. It's that's like, yeah, he was know, kidnapped, and that was just yeah. like fine. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, wild. Even in the navy, when they, you know, the thing when they cross the equator, they do the whole thing where they have to go through the garbage and they have to kiss the belly yeah. of King Neptune. None of that's done anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's like oh, that's hazing. You know, you can't do that's that. It's, yeah, I understand it's that because sad. you get you get a couple of you know real sadistic turds in there. You know, they they can really hurt someone or whatever else. But it's like, eh, you know, if it's all in good fun, I you know, there were always there were always guys that were like dicks like that, but they were always kept in line. There was always more more people that would keep those guys in line. Right, right. You know, with you know hazing new guys and stuff like that. You know, they would try to get away with things but they were kept in line as far as you know not going too far yeah yeah no i you know i definitely definitely think so and like i i saw my fair share of hazing when i was into and uh kind of like uh, i don't know what what do you do like it's um stuff? you know i think it's part of uh it's part of the experience yeah, I think yeah. when you hey, you know, I think it's it's for 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 people to trust you more. I think if you can get a, if you can get through that hazing that hazing time frame, you know, these guys are going to trust you more. Yeah, yeah, I do think there's there's some amount of like rights rite of passage, you know, hey, you're yeah. cool and whatever yeah. else. They're feeling um, you out, and they make they want to see what you're made of, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and that's. You know, and that's probably the problem is there's so much, you know, even with hazing, like there's so much nuance to it, you know, is it, you know, going into mean spirited or, you know, counterproductive, whatever else, where they just outright go, you know what, never mind, no more hazing, stop, yeah. stop. And it's like, oh, come on, it's not all, you know, blood wings, like tacking on or whatever. It's, yeah. it's none of that. It's, you know, maybe making you walk through garbage for your you know shellback ceremony who cares yeah no <laughs> yeah live. it's a rite of passage you know yeah um and it's i guess it's all gone now yeah yeah <laughs> now if um you know if the army had like a boiler technician program or anything else i mean would you be looking at any other branches or if there's a real serious war going on would you have rethought anything or 
um, done anything no, different? No, I think when I was in, actually when I was in, that's when Desert Storm was happening. Fair enough, yeah. So, you should look um, at a history in, book. <laughs> yeah, I was, in, I was in boot camp during uh, Desert Shield. I, what's, I yeah. can't remember, it was the Desert Storm and then Desert Shield. Yeah. So yeah. I was in boot camp during Desert Shield. So I have the National Defense uh, pin. Okay. But I was in boot camp, so I didn't see any... Uh, any action or anything but um right no i never thought about any other any other military uh, branches just the navy was probably the only one yeah and like i said it was kind of like a spur of the moment thing where it was a an argument that turned into uh a a two-year career yeah yeah you know and that's how you know you do an enlistment correctly is it's almost kind of spur of the moment. Like, all right, let's, oh, crap, I'm enlisted. What now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone thinks like, oh, you're going to, you know, sign away several years of your life. You must have really thought that out. It's like, no, that's never happened in the history yeah. of, of military service. Yeah. No, it was, you know, I think that's probably the way to go. If, if, if anyone ever came to me and was thinking about joining the military, I would probably say, if anything, join either the Navy or the Air Force. That's yeah. probably the two, the two ways to go. I, you know, yeah. I think so. I don't know. You might have a different opinion. Yeah. It, well, and it's all in, in what you want to do. Um, yeah. You know, there there's pros and cons to everything. I, I've certainly gotten a little more bitter over these last couple of years where I go, man, I, I joined because I wanted to serve my country and I ended up serving my government and there's a huge difference. So I was well, a little bitter about that but yeah that you know yeah i can understand that yeah you were in a lot longer than i was so you have you probably have more like you said more bitterness um i take it as an experience you know i was in from my two years that i did my active duty and i enjoyed it yeah yeah you know and and don't get me wrong it's you know maybe there's some things i would have done differently or whatever else but overall i'm not sorry that I joined. I, I'm glad that I did. And I got that experience. Yeah. Uh, because then I, I talk to people who've, you know, who've never served. And it's just, I don't know, there's just some perspective. There's some mindset that they're lacking. That you have that they don't have. Exactly. I think so. Definitely. Yeah. I think like, you, you know, you go to Israel and everyone in Israel at 18, you have to do two years of military service. Yep. I think that sh- that should be a thing here. I, you know, yeah, I'm I'm hesitant to say oh it should be mandatory, but it's like eh, I don't know. Is it really worse than not doing it than having an all volunteer force? Well, no, I understand what you're saying, but I just something. I think it 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 like you we brought up before it cre it, it brings somebody discipline. Yes, absolutely. You know? And even at when you're older, it's different. Like you you went in a little bit older than I did, but I think for an 18 year old person that has no no idea what they want to do with their life. Yeah. Do two years in the military and, you know, yeah. experience something. You're going to learn something. If anything, you're going to learn how to make a bed. A <laughs> you know, you're going to learn exactly. how to make a rack, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, You don't even have to dick around with a fitted sheet. They're all flat. Yes. All... And ho- hospital yeah. creases. Yes. Or hospital corners, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you did go to boot camp in uh, Great Lakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was all right. beautiful. When were you? What months were you in boot camp in Great Lakes? Um, I went late July in two thousand nine, and they got me out of there by late September. But then again, okay, so it was still warm when you were there. Yeah, but then again, um, I went across the street for some schooling, and okay. I was there into December. And boy, that that it's is cold. Probably the coldest I've ever been. Yeah. Woo, baby. Then did they moved you, me to Texas. T- then they moved you to Texas. Okay. Did you take that train to what? What was the town that Great Lakes was it? Uh, Waukegan. Was that yeah, Waukegan? Yeah, yeah. There's I don't know all those Illinois towns. I can never yeah. remember them. But yeah, I, I took the train to the city once. To Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was fun. Um, yeah, when I graduated boot camp, it was it was a crappy deal. So my parents were driving out to see me. And my mom had a stroke in Des Moines. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um. And she had had one before, and it was one of those things where it's like my dad knew exactly what to look for, knew there's no time to wait for the ambulance, like threw her in the car and drove her to, the, to hospital. the hospital. Yeah, like okay. he had had a, and like, you know, she ended up being okay, you know, minimal 
issues with that, but obviously wasn't going to make my graduation. So it's, you know, just my dad there at graduation and we, you know, went and got a Chicago deep dish pizza while I'm in my dress whites, you know, just dumb shit like that. But, um, yeah, that was, uh, man, great lakes. Whew. Yeah. Blast great mistakes. Great Do you mistakes. still have dreams about that? Like I'm on the ship and like the fucking boilers no. exploding. <laughs> no, I really, I don't, I don't. Oh, good. I really have everything I have. I don't have any bad, bad memories about it. You know, yeah. I really, it's, you know, and I did get in trouble a couple of times, but yeah, I never went to captain's mass. You That's know? good. But um, That's an accomplishment in and of itself. Yeah. yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I was in boot camp from September. So it's eight weeks, right? So from September to, I guess, November. Oh, and yeah. Then the, and then the cool. school, the school was two weeks after that. So I was into December. I was there in, into the December. It's cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cold. Ooh, baby. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't miss that. That Midwestern lake effect snow. Uh-uh. I'm glad that's, I was in, that's over. I can remember when I was in boot camp, I was in during uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, and yeah. And pro- yeah, it was a program where they brought you all to the, you know where you graduated, that big hall where everyone graduates? Yeah, yeah. They brought us all to that hall. I can't remember, remember the name of the hall. But anyway, uh, everyone that was in boot camp, they bring you there. And they bring in people from around the town. They volunteer and they take, they pick you up and they take you their, to their house for Thanksgiving dinner. I seem to recall something like that going on, but it, it couldn't have been for boot camp anymore. This was when I was in boot camp and they this guy, this guy and his an older couple came in. They're like, "Do you want to have dinner with us?" I was like, oh, "I guess I don't know." Yeah. They they take you to the house. It's like total strangers. Wild. You eat you eat uh, Thanksgiving dinner with them and their family, and then they drive you back to the base. Hilarious. That was pretty weird. That was pretty weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and especially because it's like you know you think now like if you want to adopt a dog or a cat, like they gotta inspect your home and stuff, and like for that, it's like, do you want to take a sailor? They kill, <laughs> you know, yeah. and maybe bring them back. I don't know. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Hilarious. What am I thinking? I'm just. I'm trying to just get out of there for a couple hours. I guess you know. Yeah, sounds good but, to me. Yeah, yeah. I just thought of that now. It's just something that popped into my head. Well, one of the things I and I didn't know this going in. I somehow figured it out. Um, so. Sundays you'd have holiday routine for like four or five hours. You could write letters home, you take a longer shower, shine your whatever. And I wanted that, but that was also the time where you could go to church. Church, yes. I was by no means religious, but I did want to get away from my division, so but I didn't want to sacrifice holiday routine. And somehow I figured out if I go to Jewish services, that's Friday night for two hours. Okay. So I just said, Yeah, I'm Jewish. I mean, what are they gonna do? Prove I'm not? I, I mean yeah. And yeah. you didn't, not that you had to be, I thought you did. So I go to Jewish services and it's like, yeah, you know, they read, you know, the Torah or whatever for the first hour. And then the last hour is like, they break the challah bread and like, you're just snacking and having a little party. Hanging out. Yeah. Hanging well, out, yeah. here's the other thing is they had, uh, like the first, the one time we had a rabbi who was actually a naval officer. He had, was an aviator or something. And then, uh, but they would have like actual wine, but they had it, they poured it into this contraption and they'd put it like in just the smallest little cup. But if you wanted grape juice, you'd get a whole thing. And like, if you scammed it right and like slide a hand, <laughs> you could get a glass of wine. So I had a glass of wine once a week while I was in boot camp. I was that much of a dirt bag, like right off the bat. That's the best. I know, right? <laughs> That's funny. Claiming to be a Jew so I could drink wine. <laughs> Shalom, shalom. Yeah, shalom. yeah. yeah. Good Shabbos, people. Good Shabbos. Um, yeah, I did the church thing on Sundays. We did the. Um, oh, we great. went to church. I think they all made our company commanders made us all go to some type of service. Chris, remember? Fascinating. When you graduated, you had a, you got those special flags that you could, and if you did something, so that was the thing where that was the easiest one to get is if you, everyone went to. Uh, and a religious service on Sunday, they would give you that flag to carry. And he was like, everyone's going because you're going to get that flag. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I, I can't remember what it was, but it was something where he made us all go to some type of religious service so we can have that special uh, flag. I wish I could remember so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know? I imagine they've probably done away with that at this point, but that yeah, I wonder if the flag bridges even, 
do they still have the brig there? Because there was, I remember walking by the brig all the time when I was there too, marching really? by the brig. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe, but I, I never saw it or they had I wasn't a, aware of it. They had an old mess hall, which was called the old mess hall. And then they had a new mess hall when I was there, mm-hmm. which probably was probably 30 years old anyway, but they still <laughs> called it the, the new mess hall. Right. But when you walk by the old mess hall, that's where there was a brig there. And I remember being, I remember being somewhere, I guess, in a do- seeing a doctor or something and bringing somebody in in uh, handcuffs. Wow. From the break. Yeah, that that was kind of scary. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Uh, well, I guess that, that kept you on the straight and narrow, not to screw up yeah. too much, right? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Do well, you remember those guys who got, those people who got asthmoed? Yes, got the back? asthma train coming at you. <laughs> toot, toot. Yeah, you didn't get asthma, did you? No, no. I don't even remember what asthma stands for. I, you know, you like, oh, you're gonna get rolled back to P days. Like, no, yeah. like that was a fake. You had to change death. all your, uh, all your, um, you know, all all your stencils on all your clothes. You had to change the company. You had yeah. to cross out the company and put the new company. And that yeah. was the scary. You're gonna get asthma. You didn't get. That was so always worried about. I'm gonna get asthma. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, remember what it means though. Yeah, like an ASMO, like. I'm going to look it up. Could, yeah, I'm going to have to look yeah. it up too. Couldn't tell you. Ass mode. Yeah. Yeah. If you failed, like there was a test, if you failed the test, they give you one more chance. If you failed it the second time, you they ass mode you back two weeks. Yeah, you yeah. Just, that's all you're thinking about. I don't want to get ass mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and the funniest thing is like the people who couldn't pass a swim test, it's like, you know, you're joining the Navy, right? Like, yeah. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> You know, in those remedial swim classes, uh, had showed one very strong demographic trend. Absolutely, um, I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think anyone in our class got rolled back for not being able to swim. But I, I could be wrong. I, you know, ten years ago, I plus. I, I know it's remember. for me. It's yeah, for me, it's 1991. So it's was that 21 years ago? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's thirty one. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. Is that I can't years. I'm sorry. No, I do that all years. the time where I think the nineties are twenty years ago and I'm like, Well wait, no, we just had twenty years ago is nine eleven, so Yeah. It's thirty one years. It's kinda like wow. getting on the scale and like you put what your weight you think your weight is on the thing. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, Oh wait, no it isn't. No, I'm like, no, let no, me no, add no. another fifty. Yeah. <laughs> I, wish I, weighed, I wish I weighed what I weighed in boot camp. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, but um, yeah, thirty-one years ago. Wow. Yeah, time, time, time flies. flies. But time you know the fly. the effects of of those two years. You know the experience and perspective that you gained served you well, getting you into the apprenticeship and and later on. So yeah, it was great. Now I just wanted to ask you. I don't know. This has really since we're talking about boot camps. So when you were in, that was the only boot camp that was left was Great Lakes. Yes. San Diego was closed and Orlando was closed. Yeah. I, I'm not sure the years that they closed. They closed, but, but yeah. Yeah. So that's where everybody went to Great Lakes. Yep. Wow. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, that's all right, though. You know, yeah, got to go somewhere crappy. It is funny though, like, oh, you're in the Navy. Let's send you to a landlocked state. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, if I remember correctly, I think it went by what your rent, what your rate was going to be. I think if you were going to be any type yes. of Airedale, Airedales, they sent mostly to San Diego. If I'm correct, yes. Wherever the A, wherever the A schools were, I think that's where they would try to send you to the boot camp. Yeah, I talked to uh, to a guy, uh, Rob. Uh, he was episode number two. Uh, okay, but he was from back east here, and they sent him to San Diego. And I thought, well, that's weird because, like, the Marines, if you're east coast, you go to Paris Island. If you're west coast, you go to San Diego. Um, and he said, well, no, it's all based on A schools, and his A school is going to be in San Diego. So that's that's where. Uh, was he in Airedale? Was he was that his rate? Do you remember? Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm just curious. Yeah, he kind of did more like, I guess, kind of uh, intelligence type way. He oh, was okay. privy to some interesting stuff, and but yeah, then they sent him over to Diego Garcia. So yeah, out in the okay. middle of the Indian Ocean. Um, wow. But yeah, uh, interesting, 
interesting stuff. And yeah, the Navy, it's, uh, it has certainly changed over the years, but, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll ultimately be for the better. I don't know. Did the the Navy change or did we change? That's the question. Well, we definitely changed. Yeah. For the better. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Tommy, I I really appreciate you coming on. Um, Oh, thanks for – I really appreciate you having me. Of course. It really means a lot to me that you thought of me for this. Oh, absolutely. Um, I love our talks even when we're not talking on on here – when we're at the secret shows and stuff, I love our, you know, our, our talks about uh, military life. Oh yeah, yeah. Getting to uh, to trade uh, trade sea stories. Sea stories are yeah. timeless. I'm yes. gonna get that tattooed across my back. You should. <laughs> <laughs> for for my last tattoo, but uh, but again, thanks so much for for coming on. Um, do you have uh, anything that you'd like to promote or any uh, words of uh, wisdom? Um. Okay, if you are gonna, if you someone's out there actually thinking about joining the military, my words of wisdom would be to go Navy or go Air Force. And um, I think, you know, this is my my own opinion, but I think that's probably the best thing if you want to learn some type of trade to use when you get out. And that's about that's basically it. And check out Secret Shows. I think there's one coming up in June. Ah, fantastic! Then I yep. I will have to be there. With I Bell's hope so. On. <laughs> hope to see you there awesome well thanks again so much for joining us and uh yeah hopefully see you very soon okay thank you have a good night bye thanks so much for tuning in please give a like and subscribe if you haven't done so already and you can follow me on all my socials at comicscard.com slash andrea dash bryant and you can find YouTube, Twitter, all those great things, and certainly feel free to direct message me on any of those platforms if you're interested in some cookies. Until next week.